following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are live across Michigan. It's Wolverine Buckeye Week uh, on the Huge Show all week long, talking about the matchup on Saturday in Columbus. And for those of you listening on 96 1 The Game in Grand Rapids, join me for a Bud Light and a huge Michigan Ohio State watch party at Johnny Brands on Leonard, right off of 131 West Side of GR. That will be Saturday at noon. Johnny Brands will open up at 11 a.m. You can call, reserve a table. I'll be there on Saturday for the Buckeyes and the Wolverines. We also have our Bud Light Huge Question of the Day. What's your prediction on the game? Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000 to make your prediction. Bud Light, by the way, is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Inside this hour, Jim Brandstatter will join us. We'll get his thoughts on Michigan-Ohio State Saturday. Coram's going to be a game-time decision. Donovan Edwards a game-time decision. So can the Wolverines go to Columbus and win with their third-string and fourth-string running backs? Yeah, they could beat Illinois, but can they beat the Buckeyes on their home turf? We'll talk to Brandy about that. Anthony Broom. From the Wolverine.com, another Michigan insider will check in from Ann Arbor. My conversation with Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com coming up. And also John U. Bacon, New York Times bestselling author. And he knows inside and outside. Shem Beckler Hall when it comes to Michigan football and his thoughts on this team. About the quorum injury and about the matchup with Ohio State. And Jim Brandstatter on this week, has released an audio book called Voices of Michigan Stadium. Now, the audio book and paperback are available at jimbrandstatter.com or Amazon Books by searching Voices of Michigan Stadium. And Jimmy sent Superfly some of the cuts uh, that are excerpts from the audio book Voices of Michigan uh, Stadium. And this is one... In regards to Bo and OSU. One of the lowest moments in Bo Schembechler's Michigan coaching career was 1973. After a 10-10 tie with Ohio State to close the season, and despite outplaying the Buckeyes in the game and sharing the Big Ten title, the conference athletic directors voted to send Ohio State to the Rose Bowl. Schembechler never got over the injustice. 
There were some very weak character guys uh, in athletic director positions in the Big Ten. That's been proven. And everybody thought, well, uh, you know, we'll let it go and forget about it. But I, I had some great football players and great teams uh, that never got to play in that great classic. I, I always said to myself, if I ever let up on my bitterness over what happened to that football team in 1973, uh, I'm not being fair to those guys who played. And so I never have. And I've been bitter ever since about it, and uh, and I'll never I'll never forget it. And fortunately, because of that Michigan team in 1973, all these other teams in the Big Ten Conference now have an opportunity to play in a postseason bowl game because uh, that restriction of the Rose Bowl or no bowl was as antiquated and stupid as anything the Big Ten's ever done. And so uh, we did accomplish something, but it was at a hell of an expense. Coaches just don't talk like that anymore, do they? And somehow, some way, the voice of the late Bo Schembechler fits on Michigan Ohio State Week. That's an excerpt from the audiobook Voices of Michigan Stadium. The audiobook and paperback are available at jimbrandstandard.com, Amazon Books. Uh, just search Voices of Michigan Stadium. Uh, here's another uh, audio clip about the O line and the Buckeyes. In the 1995 season finale against Ohio State, the Michigan Wolverines were a decided underdog. The Buckeyes came into the game unbeaten, and Michigan had lost three times. What happened that Saturday, though, is legendary in Michigan football history. Michigan won the game 31-23 in a huge upset, despite throwing three first-half interceptions. If you remember, the biggest hero in this drama was Wolverine running back Shamunga Biakabatuka. He rushed for over 300 yards against the Buckeyes to gut their defense and lead the way to victory. But the backstory of this epic was an in-game offensive line adjustment that changed everything. Michigan center Rod Payne explains. Three first half interceptions against Ohio State. We come off the field and I'll just put it mildly to say that there was an attempted coup, a mutiny from the offensive line to our offensive line coach, our coordinator, and our head coach. And we refuse to go back on the field if we throw another pass. Make a long story short, the coaches, I think, got the message. We went back out and rushed for 400 yards against Ohio State. It was a day that Biakovic Tuga went 37 rushes for 313 yards. We beat the hell out of him. Let it be known that the smartest people on the football field, the true genius, offense line. Offense line. Former Michigan football coach Bo Schembechler was an emotional leader. He wore his emotions on his sleeve. There were games during his tenure when the team did not perform to his expectations in the first half. At those times, many fans expected Bo to peel the paint off the locker room walls at halftime with a verbal tirade. The belief was that he needed to light a fire under his team for a second-half rebound. Well, according to the man himself, that was not the way he handled those moments. The halftime speech is a misnomer because it doesn't happen at halftime. You don't have time for that at halftime. At halftime, you have to make adjustments, and you're busy with the technical aspect of football. If you want to motivate, to stimulate, uh, it may come during the week. It may have come uh, before you left the hotel uh, to come to the locker room to dress. Those speeches, uh, they come from time to time when you think they're necessary. That's when they come. But uh, there's no such thing as the old pregame, halftime, let's go win one for the Gipper. Uh, No, I, I don't see those much anymore. 
Again, Michigan-Ohio State Week and the voice of the late Bo Schembechler, which is part of the audiobook Voices of Michigan Stadium. Jimmy Brandstatter has put this together. The audiobook and paperback are available at jimbrandstatter.com or on Amazon Books by searching Voices of Michigan Stadium. And Brandy is standing by on the Meyer guest sign. Bo Schembechler hearing that voice. You talk about just yeah. a coach's sound. Uh, no nonsense, no BS, straightforward, tell like it is. He even sounded like he was getting angry at you. Bill, isn't that beautiful stuff? Every time I hear it, I think, and he doesn't hold anything back. And I did that interview with Bo well after 1973. And you can still hear the passion and the emotion in that voice. And you're right. Uh, You mentioned a little earlier, you know, there was no coach speak with him. Uh, He came out and told you what he thought. Uh, He didn't uh, mince words. And, boy, you kind of miss that, don't you, with all the coach speak that you hear today on Saturdays and Sunday afternoons. Uh, it's great to hear Bo and hear that inside story with Rod Payne, too, talking about the O-line and the Bianca Batuka game. One thing for you, Jimmy, that in stepping down with Dan Deardorff as Voices of Michigan Football and having a chance to reconnect with your family, but also just show up to the big house as a fan tailgating. I see uh, the Facebook photos and putting this – Voices of Michigan Stadium audio book and paperback together. It, it really is kind of like looking at a Michigan football yearbook for you. It really is, and it's a, and it's more of a history thing. You know, when I got into it, Bill, uh, I thought it was going to be telling stories and everything, and then I utilized some of the old interviews that I had done. I got Kip Taylor, who scored the first touchdown at Michigan Stadium back in 1927. I've got him on tape. I did an interview with him when he was 94 years old and I think 99. Is he the president and, of the United States now? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, was, I don't think he made it into politics. Oh, I wasn't sure when you said someone 99. Yeah, I wasn't sure he was, but, but he didn't make it into politics. But he did run down the field with Benny Oosterbahn, and he talks about his uh, interaction with Fielding H. Yost. So when I heard all of this material that I had, you know, not only was a yearbook, like you mentioned, but it was also kind of a history book. Yeah. I've got Al Wister uh, talking about things. Ron Kramer, uh, Bob Chappius from the Mad Magicians of 1942. I have them wow. on tape talking about their moments in Michigan Stadium. So it became kind of a history lesson for me also. And, uh, you know, I don't know whether there's anybody out there that remembers Tom Harmon of this Generation X or Z, but I do. And, and, and from my perspective, I think we all need to talk about him and remember the first Heisman Trophy winner at Michigan because he's part of the fabric of the Michigan football tradition. Well, Bo and Woody made this rivalry. Would you agree with that? Oh, right? absolutely, without question, yeah. yeah. That game in 1969 uh, when we beat them and they were the greatest college football team ever assembled, that was, I think, the modern era of the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry, and it hasn't stopped since. And uh, it's going to be another great one on Saturday. Yeah, Harbaugh has two things left on the checklist. I'm not saying he's close to being done, but two things that most wanted him to accomplish when he took over as Michigan head football coach and returned back to Ann Arbor, uh, went at Ohio State and win the national championship. And it's all before Michigan right now. Uh, the schedule, where the top... Shelf teams are at. They're not as strong as they were 
a year ago. Uh, how does this Michigan team, considering the injuries that are looming, and we won't know until game time uh, who's 50%, who's 70 who's playing, who's not playing, but lining up Michigan and Ohio State right now for that game Saturday, uh, who do you like, Jim, and why? Well, all hands on deck, no matter you know who's injured and who's not. If you can stand up and go and contribute, you're going to go. One last thing before we get into that game. Are you going to cut me some slag now and admit that I'm right about talking about a half state before you actually play the game? I won't admit you're right, but I'll give you props <laughs> for being honest. <laughs> no, because everybody's talking about a half state last week, and we barely got by Illinois, mm. so... Just let's remember that as we go down the road. Next year, you call me up, and you're going to set me up for this Michigan-Ohio State rivalry about a month before we play them. And I'm going to um, give a little pushback on you. Don't be mad at me, but that's what I'm going to do. And it's based on this year and what I know as uh, don't take anybody lightly, especially that game before the beginning. The big game. Well, on both sides, uh, Ohio State looked flat yeah. and, and looked like, you know, Day was holding the playbook in. And I was thinking the same thing about Harbaugh early and then the coaches and the players, and especially with Twitter, Facebook, and the 9,000 cable and satellite channels today. <laughs> it's tough not to look ahead, Jim. No, you're, you're absolutely right. This is a whole different world we live in. And the uh, bombardment of those young players, those kids, with all of the information that's coming to them from so many different directions, it's hard not to look ahead when everybody tells you that's the next game on your schedule. And Illinois isn't. Uh, but anyway, we got there. And when you talk about this Michigan-Ohio State game, to me it's, it's about two different styles. You've got the 4th of July Ohio State, which means bells and whistles and oohs and ahs. And then on the other side, you get the Mack truck who will be dependable and will get it done a different way, but both of them get it done in their own way. I think Michigan is built more for a northern climate game. Ohio State, if the weather is blowing and it's rainy, they might have trouble because of the conditions. Michigan, I think, can play in any condition. So in that sense, uh, I think Michigan's probably got an edge. Even without a healthy quorum in Edwards, they still have that edge? No, again, uh, if they don't have those guys, then that JJ's going to have to step up. I think, Bill, don't you agree? I agree. I we think have... it's on JJ in my mind. And I know he had the wind. I know it was eleven degree wind chill. I understand everything, but there are some soft touch throws. It reminds me of a young Matt Stafford where he couldn't complete. He could throw it seventy yards in the air, but he couldn't complete the short passes. And then he got that touch. That's what JJ needs. And Anthony. Uh, he had that touchdown. You can't short arm that yeah, thing in the end zone. You, you can't. You got to make that catch. You're right, absolutely right. And and when JJ puts that on him like that, you you can't let that go. Um, you can't let that pass go un, unfinished. You got to finish that play. But I think that Michigan has to. You go into this game. It's real simple. I think Michigan has to show that they can throw the football a little bit because I think Ohio State's going into the game saying. If we can stop the run, no matter who's running, whether it's Corm or Edwards or whomever, if we can stop their run, we don't think they can beat us with their throw. And I think J.J., with his feet and his arm, is going to have to be a factor in this game. Doesn't have to be the guy that wins it. The running game still has to be there for Michigan to win the game. But I think he's got to make some plays like he did in that last drive, those fourth down throws that he made that were beautiful. Uh, he's got to make those throws, I think, to keep Ohio State 
honest and back their defense off a little. Yeah, Cars talked about that. When I mentioned, okay, when has McCarthy needed to step up? And he brought up a good point. It was at the end of the Illinois game. That's the only time the team really has needed him to make some plays. And now you're going to supersize it on steroids on the road as tough as environment. It's Ohio State. There's a trip uh, to the Big Ten Championship on the line. I think the winner is guaranteed a spot in the college football playoff. Far and away, J.J. McCarthy's biggest game as a first-year starter. He has the skills, but it's the body language, man, that I've watched uh, him the entire year, and he doesn't have that same confidence he had a year ago. He just doesn't. He's one of those guys that has all the talent in the world. You know, you've seen him make every throw. Uh, He's got great feet. He's got the ability to run. But I think that defenses have, have changed some things up and it's taking him out of his comfort zone a little bit. And the truly great ones can figure that out and get back into their comfort zone and use what the defense is doing against them. And I think that's where the J.J. and the coaching staff has to kind of figure that out and get him back into a comfort zone. Because when he is there, he's – well, you saw him early in the year. I mean, he was the, the percentage leader in pass completions. I mean, he's got all that stuff. But I, it's the running game – and, and and J.J., I think, being efficient in the past game, getting those third and fours and not running the ball, but maybe doing the little quick throws here and there uh, to get those conversions and move the chains, those are the past game, I think, plays. They're going to be important on Saturday. I really thought Anthony was going to go next level this year and be his favorite target, uh, be a deep threat. Well, what's missed or what has been missing and what McCarthy has missed is that the separation speed from from right. that incredible depth they have at wide receiver? They don't have the separation guy. Well, they've got to have guys that in one on one situations win, because too many teams have gone man to man and they haven't created that separation. And that's up to that receiver. I mean, you're man on man. It's you. You've got you know it's him out there and guarding you. You got to create whether it's in a fake. Or do something, but you've got to create some kind of separation and give JJ a little bit of a room for error. Can't throw perfect throws all the time. Now JJ needs that, and I agree with you. The receivers, it's incumbent upon them sometimes to get open, and uh, they haven't done that. I don't think in man deep man coverage, uh, except a couple of times maybe that JJ overthrew a couple in some games. But uh, the reality of life is, you're in a game now where you can't overthrow, you can't make that mistake, and, and when you get open. That ball's got to be there so that you make a play. And Edwards not in the lineup again. I when I look at comfort zones for JJ McCarthy, uh, it would be Edwards' his ability to catch the ball and take wow. it to the house, and also uh, Anthony from what we saw last year, yeah. and not having Edwards there as a receiver out of the backfield. That's a huge loss for Michigan. Oh, Bill, your your point's exactly right, and and not just not just Edwards, but how about uh, Eric All gone for the year, tight end, schoonmaker gone. Last week, that tight end position was a huge go-to kind of comfort uh, uh, security blanket for J.J., and, and they're not there. And while the youngster Loveland has done a nice job, you know, he's still learning. He's a true freshman. And, and you don't, like, don't want to have to go into the horseshoe with true freshmen as being your go-to guys. So, again, it's one of those things where they're going to have to grow up fast, play in a very hostile environment, and J.J.'s going to have to just shut out everything 
that people are saying that you can't throw the ball deep, the passing game hurts, and go do your job and and play efficiently and play well uh, against you know not only the high state defense but ninety seven thousand crazies up there in the stands. That would be down there. They say up there that school in Michigan. We say down there that school uh, in Ohio. I was thinking up there like forty four rows. Yeah, up there, up yours, up up yours, up there. Are we getting uh, the wording? Are we getting the wording uh, mixed up here in Michigan Ohio State week? Be careful on that up thing. Okay, I know, I know. Yeah, seven up yours. Uh, there you go. Official beverage of Ohio State uh, Buckeye football. Uh, Jim Branstadter, former voice of Michigan football, his voice now is heard. On an audiobook, Voices of Michigan Stadium. The audiobook and paperback are available at jimbradstatter.com and on Amazon Books or Amazon. Amazon was something I tried. It didn't work out. Bezos beat me to it and he went with Amazon uh, books by searching Voices of Michigan Stadium. Good stuff on the audiobook, Jimmy. Enjoy the game. No, enjoy, uh, enjoy the holiday weekend. We'll talk soon. Absolutely, you too. Thanks, Bill. All right, Jim Brandsatter checking in on the Meyer guest side of Meyer. Proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan football and University of Michigan athletics. Uh, here's another excerpt from that audio book. Uh, Voices of Michigan Stadium by Jim Brandstatter. In September of 1994, Michigan football suffered a stunning defeat. The Wolverines gave up a 26-14 lead to Colorado in the fourth quarter and lost the game on a 64-yard Hail Mary pass from Cordell Stewart to Michael Westbrook as the clock expired. Utter shock and disbelief descended on Michigan Stadium. Future NFL Hall of Famer Ty Law and teammate Chuck Winters were in the middle of that play. Winters remembers it like it went down in slow motion. The ball goes up. We both, I'm kind of backing up on my heels. We both go up. Ty tries to intercept the ball, and it bounced off his shoulder pad. And I'm like kind of right in the middle as we're falling out and bouncing in the air, and I'm looking back, and I see Westbrook right behind me catching the ball. I'm like, oh. I was the worst, first feeling, <laughs> worst feeling in the world right there. Uh, I think, I mean, I, I, it took me maybe about almost two weeks to actually get over that because it was just, you know, it was on television every day. I mean, the coaches was talking about it. We had videotape of it. Man, I was the worst, worst feeling in the world. I mean, no, now, you know, I see it and it's like, oh, I'm part of history, but uh, you don't want to be a part of that history, though. I mean, everybody was sick. I mean, it was just like, we just were sitting there in, in disarray, just kind of sitting around and like it did not. Like, not, you know, don't know what to say, but just kind of sitting there looking around like, man, does this really just happen? One of the most iconic moments in Michigan Stadium came in 1991. At season's end, Wolverine wide receiver Desmond Howard was the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. Against Ohio State in the finale, Howard locked down the Heisman and a 31-3 Michigan victory for Gary Moeller's team with a 93-yard punt return for a touchdown. But the moment that is still frozen in the minds of those who were there and millions more in the television audience was when Desmond struck a Heisman Trophy pose in the end zone after the TD. It was not a spur-of-the-moment idea, according to Desmond. Actually, it was uh, brought to my attention earlier in the year. Um, a teammate of mine wanted me to do something like that when we played up in Boston College. Got scored four touchdowns. You know, I wasn't going to do it then because it's kind of like counting your, your chickens before the eggs hatch. So going to the Ohio State game, I knew I said, look, I'm from Cleveland. This is the biggest robbery in college football as far as any of us in the Midwest is concerned. If I get in the end zone today, I got to do something special. It just came natural. As soon as I broke the punt return off for a touchdown, when I, once I got in the end zone, it just came to me to hit the post. I don't even think most seen it when it first happened. I really don't. <laughs> like, he was just so happy that you know that I scored and everything. I don't think he really saw it. He probably didn't know until afterwards that I did the post. <laughs> 
Desmond on the Heisman Pose and more inside that audio book by Jim Brandstad are Voices of Michigan Stadium. The audio book and paperback are available at jimbradstatter.com or on Amazon Books by searching Voices of Michigan Stadium. Some good stuff there with Jimmy, and well done, Superfly, getting those audio snippets, uh, putting them up on the computer. Hearing Brandstatter's voice, Bo's voice, Desmond, kind of fits Michigan-Ohio State week. Our Bud Light huge question of the day, what's your prediction on the game on Saturday? Drop it, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on the Huge text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. Who do you like? Final score. Also join me for the game Saturday, a huge watch party at Johnny Brands on Leonard, west side of GR, near downtown, off of 131, 11 a.m. They open up on Saturday, a little after 12. It's kickoff, the Wolverines. And the Buckeyes in Columbus and join the huge show and our flagship station 96 won the game at Johnny Brands on Leonard in GR. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Imagine this winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash every Saturday in November. Each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m. with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Get more for your money this Thanksgiving at Meyer. Set the table with Meyer Grade A frozen turkey for 55 cents per pound. Limit two. Then save with everyday low prices on sides like Meyer stuffing mix and Meyer broth. A five pound bag of russet potatoes for 99 cents. And Pillsbury crescents and pie crust. Buy three, get two free. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
We are back live across Michigan. Buckeye Wolverine Week on the only syndicated statewide sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. You can listen to our live stream weekday afternoons 3 until 6 at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. Both the iHeart and vehicle app and the iHeart mobile app to listen anywhere in America where you have service. Superfly Hayes tells me that Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, another one of our Michigan insiders, is standing by. We'll get his thoughts on Michigan Ohio State Saturday and Columbus. And Anthony, like everybody else who covers Michigan, who talks about Michigan, who follows Michigan football, wondering how much injuries will play a part in that game on Saturday at the Shoe. It's certainly, I mean, it's going to play a part for both teams, obviously. Uh, Ohio State's been banged up. Michigan has been a little more banged up of late. And, you know, with a few more guys that have been a little more impactful, namely Blake Corum, but it's that's kind of what this time of year is. I mean, you don't want to lose your stars, and, and, and people, especially with Blake Corum, will argue, well, well, you know, this is what you get for the workload being what it is. It's... It's this is football, and this is sometimes the hand that you're dealt, and you got to go out there and play with the guys that you have. So um, injuries will will certainly be a factor, but um, you know if Ohio State loses the game, I don't want to hear the, about the injuries, and if Michigan loses the game, I don't want to hear about the injuries. Uh, so let's go out. It's it's your best eleven against their best eleven on each side of the ball, and. The team that makes more plays and takes care of the football will win. It's as simple as that to me. Think about this, Anthony. If they do go and win on Saturday in Columbus, they're going to be 12-0 and going to the Big Ten title game, and they will one-up last year's team at least going into the Big Ten championship game. They would have to win it, and they would be sitting in a great spot uh, to be at minimum uh, the number two seed in the college football playoff and the number one seed if LSU would beat Georgia in the SEC title game. That would be what's on the line for sure. I still think that Georgia is probably going to wind up running the table. So really you're playing for, uh, and I think we've talked about this a few times, Like this is, this is a college football playoff game on Saturday. Uh, there's no expanded playoff yet, but for better or worse, this is what that is. This is a play-in game. Now there are scenarios where obviously Michigan could find a way to slide in if – um, you know, if they get some help around them, USC loses once, and uh, you know some of those other. You know, Georgia takes care of business against LSU, and and all these other factors. But the fact of the matter is, if you win this game, you're you got to win a game next week too. But you're probably in the playoffs. So uh, for Michigan, yeah, it's um, you know all year we've talked about how far ahead of last year's team is this is this group that they have, and I think most of the year they they've been I won't say you know leagues ahead, but Week to week before this Illinois game, this was a Michigan team that was not only just taking care of its business, but doing so and winning the way it did last year emphatically and, and kind of putting their boot on the, the throat of the other team. So it's, you know, the, I, like I said before, I think that the, the chance to replicate that is still there. Um, you know, when you're talking about a game against Ohio State, it doesn't have to be a fight fire with fire type of situation. So. Yeah, with, with everything still in front of them, I mean, Michigan set four, four goals for this year. It was beat Michigan State, beat Ohio State, win a Big Ten championship, and get or, and win a national championship. So, um, you know, you, you don't want to minimize – you'll never minimize this game that they're going to play on Saturday, but 
the big goals are still ahead of them. And, and if you're going to be a program that aspires to stay at this level and compete for national championships, um, you know, your depth has to step up. And luckily for Michigan, they've had guys over the last two years that have been a part, a major part, key contributors of these last two teams. And that's, I think that's a positive for them. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com talking Michigan, Ohio State on the Meyer guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. I also believe, Anthony, if they would lose on Friday, they would need TCU and USC to lose uh, to get a spot. If they would win, regardless of what happens against what looks like Iowa or Purdue in the Big Ten championship game in Indy the following week, I think with a win, uh, they're in because they would have a a better win than any of the other uh, one-loss teams. But if they win and they're going to get Iowa or Purdue, I think if you're a Michigan fan, I'd rather play Iowa. At least Purdue brings more offense to the table, and it would be in the state of Indiana. So they're going to get a few more fans, I think, than Iowa last year. Yeah, I think if if it comes down to that and you get to pick your matchup, I think you do take your chances with a a team like Iowa. It's it's a team that you've obviously beaten already this year at Kinnick Stadium, which – uh, you know, for as much as it's talked about Michigan's resume, you know, if you walk out of this where you have a win over the Big Ten West champion in their own building on your resume, I think that's being understated a bit as well, um, despite the fact that Iowa's offense sets the game of football back, you know, 60, 70 years. Um, but, yeah, I think you'd rather see Iowa. It would be another physical football game, but, um, you know, that's also, a, you know, I, I think the thing is, is that, you know, for as wacky and as wild as that Big Ten West is, um, whoever comes out of it, I think is going to, you know, would would give Michigan a, another competitive game. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. I, I think you would tend to favor Iowa if that's the, if you get to pick your opponent. But um, I don't know that anyone's really shaking in their boots over Purdue either. So we'll see what happens. How do you feel about Michigan winning uh, with all the injuries they have on Saturday? Uh, just the your your gut, your vibe. I mean, if this team was fully healthy. Uh, I really believe they will go down there and take care of business and could win that game uh, by double digits. On the DraftKings Sportsbook app, big board, I think it opened at Ohio State, giving Michigan 8.5. I've seen it go down to 7.5, then back up uh, to 8. I don't think it will go below the magic number of 7, but uh, Michigan, a a big underdog, uh, not knowing the impact of those injuries. But I will say... Harbaugh doesn't seem overly concerned. Yeah, I think the big difference is that you know if if the guys you know if Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards and and these other you know Mike Morris, Luke Schoonmaker, if those guys play, now kind of just throw out the idea that they're at a hundred percent effectiveness out the window. If they just play, I feel a lot better about Michigan's chances. But what you know if you're talking about okay, well, um, Corum is is maybe limited or on a pitch count and. Maybe Mike Morris doesn't play. I'm not reporting any of that, just throwing the scenarios out there. Um, it, it changes for them. So for me, I mean, if those guys are on the field, I still I can't shake this feeling that they can go down there and do this again and get a victory for you know the second time or the first time in that building since the year 2000. It's the only narrative that's left. It, it's they've checked out so many boxes the last couple of years, and, and I know that at a certain point. Um, you know, they're just they're just so due for one down there, and and I truly believe, and it's been a talking point with Ohio State all year. Like that loss to Michigan last year was something that made them, you know, it challenged what they were all about. It was an identity crisis, not at all 
you know, it's not the same as what that score was for the Michigan team in, uh, in 2018 where you got blown out and it was basketball on grass. But I think that loss psychologically sticks with the Buckeyes. And if Michigan comes out early and, and puts together, a, you know, they get the ball first and um, score on their opening drive, touchdown on their opening drive, that's going to be something that sets the tone early. Michigan can't play behind from behind in this football game. If they do, uh, obviously we saw them win a game against Illinois playing from behind. But um, you know, it, this, this Buckeye team, I feel like if you give them any blood, that will that will breathe some life in, into that game for them. You have to be the hammer and not the nail in this game, like you were last year. So it's it's tough. I, I I can't land on a score prediction yet, but I I, I I'll be honest. There's something. Deep down, I can feel it in my bones that Michigan finds a way to get it done again. His name is Anthony Broom. You can follow him at thewolverine.com. They're preparing for Ohio State and Michigan on Saturday. Uh, Everything University of Michigan Athletics 24-7 at thewolverine.com, part of the on3.com team. Anthony, enjoy the game. We'll talk Monday and look back at Michigan-Ohio State. Sounds great, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, Anthony Broom checking in on the Meyer guest sign. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Your prediction on the game. Michigan or Ohio State, final score. Drop it, add huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. Opt in on the huge text chain. Text the word huge to 21,000. All of our social network interactions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. They're home on Sunday. No Lions game? Take the family out, family four-pack of tickets, and a $20 concessions voucher for only $20, or excuse me, $50, and you get the $20 concessions voucher. That's every Sunday home game, including this Sunday with the Grand Rapids Gold at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, the Van Andel Arena box office, or just search Grand Rapids Gold to get your tickets. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first basket score or prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then, wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. 
Dirty oil can easily wreak havoc on your vehicle's engine, so be sure to change the oil at recommended intervals. And for a motor oil that outperforms conventional and synthetic blends, try Mobile One, the full synthetic motor oil that keeps your engine running like new. Ask for Mobile One at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And don't forget to pick up a Wix XP oil filter to complete the job. Because when it comes to oil changes, we've got you covered at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Come back to the ultimate rock Christmas tradition. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Two shows. December 4th, Van Andel Arena. Millions have made this their must-see holiday event of the season. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Trans-Siberian Orchestras. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. The Best of TSO and more. The Huge Show is back live on Michigan-Ohio State Week. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We always originate from the Auto Value Bumper-to-Bumper Parts Store Studio. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Your prediction on Ohio State-Michigan on Saturday. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opted on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. That's the word huge to 21000. I did see ESPN College Game Day. It's going to be in Columbus on Saturday. And word out of Detroit that the NCAA Final Four is coming to Ford Field 2027. I bet Mark Hollis and the Detroit Sports Commission had something to do with that. But the NFL draft is it? 2024, I think it is, yeah, NFL Draft, also in downtown Detroit. Now, this was Clayton Safey on his Twitter feed. Jim Harbaugh on his Inside Michigan Football Radio Show Monday night on if Blake Corm's status impacts how Michigan will game plan against Ohio State. Quoting Harbaugh, it could and it could not. Both of those options would be available. <laughs> it could and it could not both of those options are available I'm also getting some heat for my tweet and my Facebook post at Huge Show on Twitter The Huge Show on Facebook where one of the memes of a banner that's raised at Ford Field reads won three games in a row for the Lions in 2022. 
I'm getting some heat on that. Just a banner. They can, hey, you know what? They go in eight in a row, raise another banner. They're the Lions. They can do what they want to. Now, if you miss any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcast are free. And they are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. And you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show where you download your podcast. Uh, one footnote from the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry and its tradition. Moving towards their latest matchup on Saturday, Michigan and Ohio State share the AP poll milestone. Michigan is the second school joining Ohio State to appear in at least 900 AP top 25 rankings. 24-7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.